listening to Lomas, Dan, and TJ. Even at that point, they're like, hey, the Lions need to find a way. And I remember Lomas saying they needed a touchdown on this drive if they wanted a chance. Down 24-10. You know what they went and did? They got a touchdown. So Lomas now sees the future and he'll be at Ford Field for one of those big medium things where people are going to ask him questions and he's going to tell everybody <laughs> what the future holds. Right, Lomas? <laughs> You're a sick man. They're like, hold on. They're like, Lomas, could you predict, uh, are the Lions going to the playoffs? He goes, that's one thing I can't see in the future. I'm sorry. Next question. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's right. Look, huge baby steps. We're taking baby steps right now, but the baby steps feel good after two little steps. So we just got to keep the process going. And I I have to say, though, I just think this New York game can, can be a winnable game. You know, I have to just put that out there early in this conversation. Well, I, I said in my opening huge opinion today, Lomas, that based on the word playoffs, that the game against the Giants this weekend is like a playoff game for the Lions. It is. I agree. I mean, because, again, think about it, Hughes. What they do, they get that win. That's three in a row against a very, very good team. What, a 7-2, and two, a 6-2, and two, whatever they are. Uh, the Giants right now who've been on a roll. Now, I mean, it's a lot of obstacles. I mean, I mean, we're talking about a lot of things they have to overcome, a Saquon Barkley and a Daniel Jones that's playing pretty good, but a guy that I'm not really, really, you know, really uh, stable with, a guy that I, I can't just say, hey, this guy's going to just win the game right now. So, they got an opportunity, but again, they just got to keep building and keep correcting some things that they didn't do good in this game here. You know, because again, man, Justin Shields, mm. man, with that 67 yard run, man, whoo, man, that was something to see in live person, huge. And Goff didn't hurt him. He, he, he didn't have some pretty throws at times, but he was consistent enough for the team to win. They found a way to dig out from it. Uh, the pass defense was solid, and that the downside is that means Fields going to take off and run. They did give up 258 rushing yards, most of that uh, to Fields, who I think had uh, what he you know 147, like 314 total offense. My lord, is that uh, so? They they get out of Chicago with the win. The Bears were in the same position as the Lions, maybe a little bit even better, thinking playoffs uh, with the W or staying in the hunt. And the one thing that I like the most that I've seen during these last two games is how the defense is getting to the ball, even with the missed tackles on fields, Lomas. I love the youth and speed I'm seeing defensively for the Lions. Yeah, I, and now, Hugh, to your point, I bet out of those 200 and some odd yards rushing, if you take out Justin Fields' yardage, I mean, think about it. They shut down David Montgomery. For the most part, they didn't have any big chunk yardage in the run game, you know, with the running backs. And normally in the past, that's what Chicago has used, Montgomery and all those guys that really threw up yardage. So, again, I like what just what you're saying as far as our defense. I think they're coming along, man. Uh, remember, a lot of times when Justin Fields did break out, he had his eyes up, so he wanted to 
throw the ball downfield before he used his legs. And if you go back to what they did to Aaron Rodgers last week, again, every time Aaron bought time to get out the pocket, and we know he's the master of that, it was nothing for him. It was nothing. It was nowhere for him to throw the ball. So it's a testimony to how the secondary, how these young guys, these young pups back there, how they're playing right now. And it's going to start, hopefully, it'll just start snowballing on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, how about Hutch? Uh, eight tackles, a sack, uh, just everywhere. Uh, looking like a number two overall pick. Harris, Anzalone, I was all over the field. Uh, Joseph, uh, that guy, you, you can't take him off the field. Jacob's getting healthy has been a big ad. And again, I keep going down that list, and we're seeing younger players with some veterans who are stepping up. Yeah, and I'm telling you, if they could cut down on the explosive plays, yes. the big plays, if the defense can cut down on that happening to them, I'm telling you, it will be a much improved defense statistically-wise. I think statistics, sometimes they say statistics never lie. I think sometimes, you know, they can lie a little bit. So, to me, you know, they just got to keep building upon it. Like I say, it's still a long way to go. It's still a lot to do still a lot of room to improve but I like what I'm saying and these guys are fighting hard man I bet no team wants to play the Lions because they know they're going to have to play them for the whole 60 minutes they do know that that's a playoff game uh, for the Lions on Sunday against the Giants by the way one final look back at that Bears game yesterday Justin Fields first player in NFL history with two plus passing TDs two plus rushing TDs and 100 rushing yards in a single game, and he has 328 yards rushing in the last two games, the most by a QB in a two-game span in the NFL since 1950. Wow. Man. Man. And they lost. (laughs) They lost. Right. They lost. You're right. But I'm shocked he had to go all the way back to 1950. Wow. Man, 1950, Lomas was just 21 then. He turned 21 that year. (laughs) They're like, well, how did he play with the Lions in the 90s? He never aged. There's something. Again, that's why he sees the future. (laughs) He never aged. No, he doesn't. He still looks young. He looks younger than his kids. It's amazing. Uh, Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. So where where is this change with the defense? Is, is it new faces like Joseph and Jacobs? Is it getting healthy on the line? That getting Pascal and other guys back, Kaminsky, frees up uh, Hutch. Uh, tell me, the, is a desperation by this team knowing where they were uh, three weeks ago? Uh, why why the sudden change with the Lions? I think you could put all that in the same pot. I think it's a little bit of all of it, Huge. I really do. I think it's a little bit of, you know, again, uh, you got a different voice communicating in there. I hate to say with, you know, when Aubrey uh, Pleasant's so you got a different voice communicating to the, these guys back then in the secondary. Again, like you say, guys getting healthy. Uh, Josh Pascal, man, I love the way he plays, man. I really do. And, you know, so if we could continue to keep those guys healthy and get them healthy, you know, then, I, again, I could see them growing. Like you say, with Hutch and the pressure that we're getting and Charles and all those guys – 
they're going to grow. The game is going to slow down for Aiden Hutchinson. You know, again, that's what you go through your rookie year, man. This is a fast game. You're trying to learn the game right now. That's what he's doing. He's trying to learn the game. So you're going to have your ups and downs. So I just think, and I do think they're desperate. I, I don't think they want to be where they are right now. You know, and I just think if they can put one more win together, then I think they really believe that they could go out and get some big things done. Now, I'm not talking no playoffs. I'm not talking that. But, again, if you could get on the win streak, man, that would be that would do wonders for your confidence. One was Brown from the Lions Radio Network. Man, him, Dan, and TJ really sounded good. I mentioned when it was 24-10, I jumped out of uh, the huge uh, Beechcraft Piper Cub and said, game over, and then I... Uh, as I'm pulling up to the Meyer on the northeast side of GR, I'm like, uh-oh, they scored. Now i got to sit here and listen to it, and boom. <laughs> Lions get a missed extra point. I mean, everything, they get calls from the officials and no calls. Yeah. I mean, Lomas, I heard you say this yesterday during the broadcast, and I agreed from what I watched and what I listened to there in the fourth quarter. These are, these are things that normally happen to the Lions and how they blow Absolutely. games. Absolutely. Huge. Absolutely. Calls that went against them. You know, uh, calls, hands to the face, just pass to the face. Just all those things that happened to Chicago, and I think they ended up with like nine penalties. That would have been the opposite. We ended up with two penalties that game. That would have been the opposite. And you can just see when that was happening to Chicago, it came at the wrong time, the, the wrong possible time, backed them up, and they were never able to recover. And like I say, that had been a carbon copy of what had been happening to the Lions all season long. Those self-inflicted wounds, they'll kill you. They will kill you, huge. His name is Lomas Brown, and him and Dan Miller were there in Chicago when the Lions players carried the officiating crew off the field, chanting MVP, MVP. <laughs> we never thought that day would come. Now the next step is the Super Bowl. Here we go. Hey, All right. huge. Yeah. A real quick shout-out to our fans, too, because, man, they showed up and showed out, man. They gave the guys, you should have seen how they were cheering the guys when they were leaving the field off, you know, leaving the game off after the game. So it was tremendous how the Lion fans, man, no better fan base than Lion fans. Lomas giving shout-outs to everybody. Happy Man Mondays are so much better (laughs) uh, when the Lions win. Lomas, thank you so much. I look forward to our next conversation. Absolutely huge. All right, he is a good man. Lomas Brown, former Lion, part of the Lions broadcast team, and they're totally top shelf right now with Miller, Lomas and TJ Lang.